Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have one hell of a guest who's returning. He's a Mind Gap All-Star, and we're so excited to have him back. Please welcome Maddie Robinson. (laughs) Maddie Robinson. What's up? That was candy. (laughs) What kind of candy was it? Uh, Werther's. Werther's Originals? You know what? Oh, you know it. You've had some. You know My what? goodness. Absolutely. I got to admit, I kind of like those. Because I. someone once told me I like old man candy. I like Mike and Ike's. <laughs> I like Dots. <laughs> I'm hot tamales. You're horribly boring. I I am. What do you want from me? They're good. Like, the thing about old man candy is that like it helps promote muscle dexterity. Like, mm-hmm. the bones are frail. Or if you're young, you can't open it. Yeah, right. So if there's anything, yeah, if anything, it's a child hazard. Oh, have someone open it for you. That's why exactly. It, it keeps the grandparents relevant, right? Like the grandkids can't open the candy, so the grandparents are like, "You need help? You still need me. Love me." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Without a doubt, that is true. But I gotta say, man, I I, I guess I'm boring. I, I could have said I like almond joys, and that would I think really seal the deal. On gross candy, you know? Yes. See, I'm a more of a Mounds fan. Fair enough. You just like coconut, which is a really gross thing for me. So, but Actually, I don't, I can't stand at all. Oh, well, now, what are, are we, same, flip-flopping now? Aren't what is they the this? same candy bar? Well, one, one has, one has no, almonds. One has a single almond on the top. <laughs> well, like the commercial, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. That's yeah. very true. You know, yeah. thinking of that yeah, makes me think like of like... I th- I think of like some jingles and one of the most lazy jingles I've ever heard was the Liberty Mutual jingle. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it goes oh. Liberty, 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 Liberty. I was like, <laughs> you know, part of that is like major credit to the person that came up with that. They're like, hey, let's just let's just keep it simple. All right. Let's just keep it simple. And they pitched it and someone goes, really, that's all you got? You're like, check it out. We're going to harmonize with it. And they're like, it's going to be dirt cheap. And they do it. And they're like, well, I mean, it gets to the point. It says who we are four times. I mean, psychologically, that's going to work. Here's the thing. You remember You remember it. Like, you're ju- you just sang it. It's very clear. You know who the client is. You know who, like, you know what that's about. So it worked. Yeah. It worked Kudos well. to that knucklehead. But I will say the best jingle is Mentos. Hands down. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, those commercials were the, the ridiculous. Fresh maker. Yes. 
<laughs> like God, they full but they... band giving the whole <laughs> song. Yeah, right. That was a whole song. Better than life. It's like yes. <laughs> and I, what I loved about that too is even because that was like what in the nineties the when those, yeah, those early nineties they yeah. were leaning into the cheese like big time. And part of me wants to think it was something like a Tommy Wiseau situation where like it was meant to be like a legit commercial, <laughs> but then everyone was like making fun of it, like, yeah, it's a parody. It's a comedy. <laughs> totally a comedy. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like, good. I just got fired. Good thing I have this. <laughs> oh my God. Someone just parked around my car and I can't get into it. And the guy walking away is like, no time. Got to get to a business meeting because I'm in a business suit. And the lady's like, I got an idea. Let's get some sweaty construction guys to move it out. And then he looks back and goes, oh, you dumb bitch. You figured it out. You know, like. You've unlocked the secret. Damn it. Also, I would like to say horseshit that those four to five guys lifted and moved a car horse shit i mean i don't know much about cars but they're pretty heavy that's about all i know i mean i can barely like help push one (laughs) like help pick one up i mean how many were there was like four guys one for each corner you know i think that's yeah so let's say hypothetically each of them can what's a good like deadlift doug i mean i mean if you're pretty good i mean 500 pounds Okay, pretty good so these it? guys are not pretty good because they're just general... <laughs> what are you talking about? They're construction, construction workers. workers. They were in their tank tops. They right. were like sweaty. You know, these are you these are remember. guys that work out for a living with doing their job. No, but this is like early 90s. So like they worked out and they took lots of steroids just for like to wear the thing on Muscle Beach. Yeah, right. So That's all a fair point. Yeah. It was all right. looks. Right. So they're also they're sweaty so their grip strength is really bad they don't have a lot of uh they don't have a lot of friction so i don't think that they're going to pick up 500 pounds a piece right a two-ton car i mean anything's possible my, my real thing is they're probably like hey i'm sorry lady uh we're union so uh i mean unless this is part of our contract uh we're not going to be doing this so right. i mean uh, unless follow me for a second okay. that commercial was directed by sam raimi and okay. like, they all had Spider-Man fingers. Just saying. <laughs> we don't know. We d- we have not done the legwork to prove that that's not true. So we have it could not. Be. Yeah. Um, but actor secret. Yeah. Well, I love what Jerba says here. He's like four guys, one for each corner. The title of your sex tape. Yep. Done. Reserve it while you can, because oh, right. That's pretty good. <laughs> so since Lada goes, so we're doing the throwdown first. Tonight's throwdown is four guys from the nineties versus a car. <laughs> Carlota <laughs> Tracell. Oh man, that just sounds like the end of a Street Fighter round, right? <laughs> Which, by the way, was that not the most absurd part of that game? Where they're like, "All right, oh, let's God. take a break from the fighting, break these bricks, or destroy the shit out of this car." It's like, why? Like, why did you do that? For points? You got calluses yet? You're about to. It's like, what a weird gameplay piece yeah. of that. It's like. It may as well have been like, all right, you're on the farm. Catch this chicken. Go. It's like, what? I mean, <laughs> it's just nothing to do other than like beat right. shit up. I, uh, yeah. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's, it was very odd. Very typical of like games. Like they had nothing else to do but just code. Let's beat up a car. Yeah, let's office space this bitch. You know, it's kind of like one of those <laughs> office space. Yeah, it'd be funny if it was a printer or a fax machine. It's like, all right, now take out your real frustrations on this. Yeah, get to it. This Xerox 8200 series. Yeah, fuck this thing. As you punch <laughs> yeah. it, it goes, ee, ee, 
as it's like trying to fax for help, but nothing's nothing's coming to its aid. And then you've got to like oh, no. you've got to dodge, you've got to slip the ink that's shooting out of it. Yeah, as you're punching it. That's right. And all you gotta do is actually just press a button and it'll jam itself and it sort of kills itself, you know? Right. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Well, Maddie, we're thrilled to have you back, man. It's been it's been a long time. Well, the last time you're here was like what, episode uh one something. One ninety six. One ninety six. Something. Ninety six. This is episode two sixty eight, so it's been a minute. Like yeah. we, it's, it's been a long minute, yeah. Been, yeah. The last good time. To be back. Last time we were we recorded, you came to uh, the murder basement at the bottom of a you know of a bar. You trusted us to come down there, which was great. And um, you know it's 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 been a lot of time, and I can't wait to get into some of this stuff. But before we get started, a couple of housekeeping things. Number one, if you all don't know already, we're on Spotify. Be sure to follow us on there, as well as the other wonderful places in which we stream our show. But specifically, check us out on Spotify. Second. Be sure to check out our merch at teespring.com slash stores slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. We've got all sorts of shirts. We got face masks. We've got, you know, some other stuff that we're cooking up. We're thinking about some ideas last night, one of which is like, oh, that's actually someone else's joke. Don't do that. I'm like, understood. I won't do that. <laughs> so, but go check that out. Teespring.com slash stores slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. Also, don't forget to check out Wolf's Lore set up his own uh, Twitter account uh, at MGP Throwdowns. That's short for Mind Gap Podcast Throwdowns, where he does a deep dive into our past throwdowns and kind of like analyzes them. It's great for us because we don't remember what we've done. In fact, right before Maddie, we went live with Maddie, we're like, hey, what was the throwdown from the last time you were on? And we're trying to figure it out. So it was, it was a, real, a nightmare also to figure it out. Yeah, we were ex- an absolute nightmare. We had a lot of energy the last time Maddie was here and it was just <laughs> oozing out of every pore in our bodies, which was great. But we were like so manic when we were trying to describe what was happening. It was a Game of Thrones one. And we were like, what are we saying? Uh, but go check that out. Uh, Wolf is doing a great job of sort of diving into those things. And it's, it's fun to revisit those. So that's at MGP Throwdowns. And then every Saturday night... We have a MindGap podcast video game live stream at 8 p.m. at twitch.tv slash Podcast. And last Saturday was a great one because we headed back into the dungeon for Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game. And in this time, Justin, Eric, Sam, and Jared headed back into Adventure 5 where their goal was to eliminate all of the enemies in the dungeon. And they sort of sweep through most of it, no problem, but they came to the last room where shit got a little real. Got real real. It got real real. And we had to stop short, but there's two ogres coming towards their room, and we're going to see if they can make it next time. So the next time we head back, we'll have to see how they can handle it. So it got pretty fun. It was very interesting. And they were Uh, pulling out all the starts, all the stops. It got too scary for me. That's why we had to stop. (laughs) It got too real. I was like, these ogres are getting too close. Time out. <laughs> we gotta go. No, Saturday Night Live's not gonna watch itself, so I gotta go. <laughs> I got guys. I got a thing. I gotta do a thing. Um. So that was a blast. I had fun. It's always fun playing with you guys. And this Saturday, which is October the seventeenth. Oh my god! This brand new good. Jackbox Party Pack is coming out. Jackbox Party Pack Woo! Seven. It's coming out on Thursday the fifteenth, and we are cracking that bad boy open, and we are streaming that on Saturday. So. 
Come hang out. Come play along with us. Maddie, you're invited. Let's just Hell yeah. hang out. We'll, sh- we'll, we'll be silly. We'll see what this uh, what's all in this thing. I think Quiplash 3 is in it. I love Quiplash. It's one of my favorite games. So the fact Quiplash. they have a third one, it's great. So we're going to dive I've into actually, that. That's the one I've never played. Yes. You should stop I've by. I've played Joke Boat. I've played uh, the Haunted yes. Quiz game. The Murder uh, uh, Hotel Murder Trivia. Mystery. Yeah, that one that one is kind of fun. I could not figure out what the fuck was going on the first time I played that game. I <laughs> no jumped in the middle. And I was like, oh, I'm out of my league here. I don't know what's happening. Well, the thing is, like, everyone's out of their league. Like, those right. questions that they ask is... They're nuts. They're bonkers. Yeah, and when you lose, you can still win. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so true, because you can steal people's <laughs> souls, which is great. So... And then what was the other thing? Well, the other one we played was that the um, it was like Among Us, but it was uh, it was different. Yeah, was- that one was a shit show. That's not that one you're supposed to play <laughs> unless you can actually talk to people. Uh, and half of the people were not in the chat, like in the voice chat. Was so that like, like the bo- was that like the bomb one? It's not the bomb one, but it's one where there's aliens in the group, and you you're are at- oh, shit. you're asked to do things, and if you're an alien, you get different prompts. And so they say something like, draw a rabbit. And two people will draw a rabbit. And one person may draw like macaroni and cheese. And they'll be like, wait a minute. Why did you draw macaroni and cheese? But the thing is that the aliens can also screw with other people and give them different prompts so they can sort of deceive and whatever. The concept oh, is shit. good. It's called push the button. Thank you, Jared. That's but what it is. The problem is that uh, if, you, if you're not in voice chat and you can't communicate, like people can just sit there silently and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> So that was kind of a rough one. We were all like, what the fuck are we doing in this game? And it was really wild. It was crazy. So, um, but I'm excited for that Saturday, 8 PM central time, twitch.tv slash mind gap podcast. Come hang out. Let's, uh, let's unbox this bitch and, uh, have ourselves a real hoot nanny as they say in my neck of the woods. They do say that. And Justin, you've got something going on. Yes. And the reason that Maddie is here. Um, is the same thing that I have going on. Flawless transition. Um, Maddie is going to be... Maddie and Tia are the uh, the stars of uh, the Quarantine Files episode Due, which is dropping this coming Friday. The... 16th. The 16th. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, Maddie, what was it uh, just... With, you haven't seen the final the final package right you haven't seen the final I have episode not. okay i have not. so nah. i'll just set it up like this uh maddie tries singing it fails he loses the ability to sing we'll just we'll we'll do that as the <laughs> teaser <laughs> leave it at that yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um and i will say this uh if you want to see maddie without a shirt on watch the episode because Oh, it's, Hold on. it's so whelming. It's so whelming. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me Maddie has his shirt off? Because tell me, I'm going to tune into that shit. Let me tell you. Let me see some Maddie. Let me see him. Doug, I think we found the perfect mix. Of <laughs> I think we have. You You dropped that music. Sexy voice. Yeah. I do the sexy voice. You That's know. it. Yeah, All right, let's it. T- drop it again. Let's. I want to I yeah, practice. Let's do it. So, guys, if, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you'll get to see Maddie with his shirt off. Oh, fuck me, slutty! D- did that work? Was that good? Oh, fuck me, slutty. Pretty yep. much nailed it. It's right on. <laughs> right on point. Um, 
So yeah, but man, what what was your? I guess what just real quick, like what was what was it like filming something completely by yourself? I, I'm very curious to hear all the actors that we had were forced to set the cameras up themselves and film themselves and think about the shots and all that. What was it like? Oh man, it, the shit was weird, man. Uh, <laughs> but, in, but, in a, but in a good way because I got to kind of force myself to look through the camera lens. And so I was like, all right, cool. Let's see how this angle would work. Not only for y'all on the Zoom helping and yeah. directing, but also so that the computer's not in the shot, so that T is not in the shot, so that uh, <laughs> I'm in the shot, and like all the shit that I moved to the side is not right. in the shot, like lights right. and all the other shit. Because there was a moment that we were filming in the room and we were trying to do like a towel bit. And like, I just kept knocking things over and then they were like, keep it. It's in there. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, yeah. it was a brand new experience for us too. But I'm, I was just, I was curious cause not most of the people that we worked with on these, I don't think any of them have ever really ran, ran camera or necessarily directed before. So like very, very different yeah. to be on the production side of it. And then set it up and then immediately you have to switch over and be like, all right, now I'm actor brain now. And I have yes. to, I've got to be like, okay, I'm in character. So yeah. I, I will say, I will say like based off of being on set in person and just being on set remotely, that mm -hmm. there were times when I was like, can I, can I try something? And y'all weren't here. So y'all couldn't really tell me no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the fact that like I had the liberty to just like try something or to right. experiment or to just like say, let's just see what we can come up with. Right. Which some of those I'm sure you will see in there. Yeah. Um, two words, trash can bit. That's three words, I guess. But... <laughs> For me, that's the main bit of the, of the thing. I'm very, I, because we sat and when you guys see the outcome, it's no more than like, 20 20 to 30 seconds uh, <laughs> it's hysterical but we spent maddie would you say conservatively like a half hour plus trying to figure this thing like, out like and finally we go standing there and right. looking at it saying how the fuck <laughs> and i'll and finally we just uh we're like maddie just do do whatever comes natural and let's just see if this works and that ended up being the one that that we used so <laughs> Maddie's got some real good fucking instincts. That's all I'm saying. Oh man, but it was it was great to like be trusted to do that. Yeah. Like I I I can only imagine like saying, all right, cool. You're gonna use your camera, you're gonna use your lights, you're gonna use your space, and I will be there through a camera myself, unconnected. Right. Like, oh, that's so, so, like, so that's such a cool idea. Yeah, but like me saying that out loud, I just gave myself like goosebumps and anxiety just saying that <laughs> out loud. So so the fact that like I mean, I saw I saw last week's episode, and that was very successful. So I have nothing but faith for the rest of them in the series. But just like to have that trust with like your talent, just like speaks volumes. So fuck yeah! But, <laughs> well, fuck yeah. We uh, I will say that we were very careful on who we selected because we knew that was going to be uh, we knew that was going to be something we had to consider going into. Like, so we need to select actors that we implicitly trust to work with us on this. So you were definitely, you made, you made the cut on that regard. Hi, I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, um, Slotty yeah. says a plus shirt tonight for Justin. 
I'm repping the Pawnee Parks and Rec Department. Nice. Just out of the way here. There you go. Oh, Look at that. Nice. Parks and Rec. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Do it for little Sebastian. Do it for yeah. little Sebastian. That's right. Thank you. Little Sebastian. I, I've watched that show off and on. I don't know all of it, but I know that part. That show. I get that I, reference. I was going to go into the rest of it, but I'm I'm not going to. Like 10,000 candles in the wind, right? Something like that. 5,000. 5, That's close. I doubled it. But it's all right. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Justin, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I think Doug needs to go back into the pit. He I failed would say so. in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Rancor uh, pit? <laughs> You know what? We can throw a rancor in there. Why not? Oh, God. And then some Jawas are just going to pull you back down. It's just going to be a mess. I... Hold on here. So, yeah, there it is. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. I snapped my fingers and now your soul is gone. That's supposed to be Thanos. Oh, oh God. <laughs> What in the Disney did we just create, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Maddie, we're very excited to have you on here. We're very excited, excited for the episode coming out on Friday. And speaking of uh, souls being gone, uh, Bill Burr, a redhead, hosted Saturday Night Live <laughs> this past weekend. And, he sure uh, did. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I was... Look, I was beyond excited. I know we were playing D and D, and I the only thing I kept doing was looking over and checking the clock. And I'm like, uh, uh, "It's ten forty-five. I got to get off this fucking game." Bill Burr's on. Bill Burr's on. <laughs> I was so excited to see Bill Burr host, and um, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. I mean, it was, it was his first time hosting, so yes, yes. about time. I will say about time. Oh, very um, much. I had to wait until Sunday because that's how my Hulu was set up. Uh, so uh, on Sunday morning when I because I got like a bunch of reactions and tags yeah. and shit on TikTok and uh, Twitter. And I was like, what? So so Sunday when I did could see it, I was like, oh, he's Bill Burr. He did exactly what he was going to do. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's so like true. When, uh, yeah. That's like when Dave Chappelle says something offensive, but funny and true all at the same time. It's like, oh, Chappelle. It's like. That's they've been doing this for so long. That's their brand. That's what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, Twitter, <sighs> Twitter tore itself apart the next day. Like there was half of Twitter was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he would say these things and he was offensive and divisive," and the other half of Twitter was like, "Yeah, it was Bill Burr light." Yeah. Yes. Like he wasn't allowed to you swear. Didn't, <laughs> you didn't get the real Bill Burr. Yeah. That, right? was, that was the PBS Bill Burr. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What I love right. about that stuff too is is and you know Maddie you obviously come from a comedy background as well like for yeah. me the golden rule is is it funny and if it's funny then it's in my opinion it's good you may still be a little like oh but is it funny that's that's the crux of it yeah. and those things you know because I know a Bill Burr's latest special uh, or Paper Tiger you know he makes an, a Michelle Obama joke and a lot of people are like I can't believe that he made a joke about Michelle Obama. I'm like, look, man, I love Michelle Obama. That was a funny fucking bit. Like, it was it was great. It was it was very Bill Burr. It was very much his yeah. his his look at stuff. And I'm like, that's funny. Like, it is. Like, I I just 
It's when, because the thing too is when they tell these jokes on their specials, people are laughing. Like they're, it's, it's not like it's crickets and you hear booze, like in an open mic or something like people are laughing. So I'm like, I feel like those people have voted and the votes are in and it's funny. So yeah. And these jokes are also refined over time. So it's not like he's trying this bit for the first time. It's like, no, he's probably wrote it at least a year or so ago. And all he did was just adjust it, maybe change some names, add a punchline, add some verbiage. But like Bill Burr is still, I think, I, uh, would he be in my top 10? I'll, I'll put him up there somewhere, in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people like, uh, I know people on my Facebook feed didn't know who he was until he hosted SNL. And then they were like, oh, cancel him. <laughs> what a way to be introduced to Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> who does he think he is? I'm like, ooh. I have, you can ask the city of Philadelphia who he is, and they'll give you a very specific response. Right? They'll give you 11 minutes worth of response. It's funny because when Bill Burr talks about that, when people bring that up, he's not proud of that. He's like, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't a great moment. He goes, I can't believe, like, that's what gave me notoriety. He's like, that was just me essentially having a temper tantrum in front of a bunch of fucking idiots, you know? For those of you who aren't familiar, Bill Burr was on the opening Anthony comedy tour and they went to Philadelphia and the crowd was a bunch of obnoxious assholes and they were just like ruining everyone's sets. And then when Bill got up there, he had 11 minutes and he went out there and just insulted them for the whole time. And he was counting down and his, he would just start talking shit to him. And then as soon as like he'd start to win him over, he would then just flip it back and start making fun of the Rocky statue and then start making fun of their foot. He goes, I hope your quarterback breaks his fucking legs. Fuck the jet or that's a, that's the jets. The Eagles. Eagles. He's yeah. like, Eagles. yeah, you guys are a bunch. He just was going into it. And like at the end of it, somehow the crowd like respected him. He's like, right. I just gave him what they deserved. <laughs> That's that's the backwards mentality of Philadelphia. It's yeah. just like you shit on us. We love you. Yeah. Or they'll eat it like they did it with the, when they won the Super Bowl. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But what's funny I, uh, for me, um, sorry, Justin, didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Uh, is I've listened to a lot of Bill Burr's podcasts, specifically the Bill Burt podcast that he does with Burt Kreischer, and he's especially that bit about uh, white women. That's come out like in pieces in the podcast. I've heard him sort of like dropping those bits and making those sort of points. So when he did that, I'm like, oh, he's like you said, Maddie, he's got this. He's had this yeah. in his back pocket and he's just been yeah. working on it. And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Not to mention, like, who I don't know when he found out he was hosting, but he's only been he only has like seven minutes up top to like introduce let the world know who he is if right. they don't know who he is and like do some tame material. Maybe say the word damn and that's as far as you can go. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, I, think, I know I know he kind of like fumbled on his last joke a little bit. With, but the, I, with the dates or something like that? Yeah. yeah. But I thought that shit was great because as a black man, why do we get the shortest <laughs> month in the whole year? Right. <laughs> what I think, yeah, like the the back to to Doug's point about like the Michelle Obama joke like personally I didn't find that joke funny but I was also not offended by it either because I was like I literally just listened to him tear apart this other thing and I laughed my ass off so I'm like I can't you you can't do that thing where you're like that's funny but as soon as you say something that I disagree yeah. with not funny anymore yeah yeah you can't pick and choose and be biased in comedy that's like you're gonna hurt your own feelings in private 
<laughs> exactly right. And like if it's a, it was it, I can agree that it was a well constructed joke. Personally, didn't yeah. find it funny, but yeah. I was not offended by it in the slightest. You know, yeah. There's definitely comedy that's out there. Like there's Tim and Eric, right? That I just don't get their stuff. I you know, I'm like. Them. I can't that, stand Tim and Eric. Yeah, it's like it's it's outside of my realm of like that's a little too absurdist for me, so I can't really. I, it doesn't it doesn't work for me. But I'm yeah. like, hey, it works for some people, you know, and yeah. that's totally fine. And that's there's there's different stuff for different things, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, like I can still look at that and be like, that's that is there's humor in there. I don't get it, but right. it's you know, well, it works specifically with with Bill Burr too. I think uh, if you look past. If you take his joke at surface level, it's very easy to get offended by it. But if you really listen to what he's doing with the joke and like deconstruct it and look at like, oh, shit, no, he's he's driving a point home. You know, so like, real quick for anyone who hasn't heard it. Do you guys want to break down like the rough like what the rough joke was like the outline? Yeah. Like, so what's the outline yeah. for it for, for or, his last one? Or yeah, I mean, what, 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 which part was the most do you think got the most shit? Was it the well, middle well, one? I think the for, for I think the at the top was the white lady skit. Yeah, I think that one was probably the first, and then to end it with the one he did. I think those two were probably the biggest two. But Maddie, yeah. talk about that last one. So, so that last bit uh, it started as in uh, he went to an overcrowded New York, found out that it was it was in June, and found out that it was during Pride Month, and so he didn't understand why a group of non enslaved people got the whole month of June. That was the cry. one that I fe- I felt it from the audience yeah. where he's like, yeah, how come he's like, all right, cool, whatever. There's a whole month. He's like, that's kind of weird for a group of people that have never been enslaved. You just felt yes. it when he said and enslaved. It was it like, that one. Because and everyone's like, why did he say that? If you listen yeah. to it, you're just like, no, they like that is the word to use. They were enslaved. Like, well, it's best, not he's not saying something yeah. offensive. He's saying something uncomfortably true like you need to listen it's, to that and it's also the setup for like the median to the punchline because he's also comparing it to oh yeah it's pride you get to have like fun in the sun be outdoors you get a whole parade right meanwhile in february the shortest month and every four years you get an extra day oh <laughs> you get no sunlight right it's snowing it's cold no one's marching for any fucking reason like give no them some sun no one's <laughs> celebrating and like excited and yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like we get, we get there, we celebrate, like I say, we, the collective black people, uh, we get <laughs> Juneteenth, which is like, like a cooler weekend to help celebrate like, the uh, freedom of the slaves. But like, okay, great. We get one day in June. That's like for us. And then like, it's right. like back to our regularly scheduled program. So yeah. like, fuck yeah. I want to get out in the sun. Like, do you know how many, Ooh, Ooh, we ain't ready. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me. I can safely say because let me get off this pedestal real quick. I can. I can safely say that if y'all thought like statues were taken down before, let us like celebrate Black History Month and like uh, some good weather. Oh, you can't tell me shit. Can't tell. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Oh I would God. never wear a shirt, and I would have like nine six packs. Like I would be like so rough. Uh. I, I would be sexy uh, for freedom. I love it. <laughs> That, that that's and that's the reason why you should get Hashtag sexy sexy for freedom you know man man you're looking really good and ripped man like what's what's up man what do you 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 going you doing a run marathon or something uh, black, black history month you know oh <laughs> right freedom got it 
Right. <laughs> like he was saying, like he's like, oh, like the oh, zero percent body fat. You know, it must be gay pride. Like again, if like if you if you had the entire month, yeah, I'm gonna get out there, my shirt's off, I'm gonna be zero percent body fat. Fuck yeah. Because yeah. I will say, like, I lost I lost a lot of weight before. Um, like la- last year, I lost a lot of weight, mm-hmm. and I went to Pride, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go out there with no shirt on. We're gonna see what happens. And my confidence skyrocketed. People were like, hey, random stranger, you look good. Keep it up. And I was like, oh, shit. Hell yeah. So if I felt good physically and I felt good black, man, I would run for emperor of the United States of, <laughs> of, of Earth. And you would have my vote. <laughs> That's amazing. And see, what I, what, I, what I tend to really enjoy about Bill Burr is he finds a way to really ride that line. On yes, uncomfortable yes. stuff, because he had that yeah. bit years ago about um, don't tell me there's a reason not to hit a woman, which you hear that. You're like, wait, 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 what? But he carefully <laughs> walks that line between like, look, should you do it? No, but don't tell me there's not a reason. And he just like breaks right. it down. And it's yeah. like even at one point during his special, he turns to the crowd. He's like, why is it so quiet in here? He's like just calling out that stuff. And he's able to like push people away, then bring them back and just right. talk about. And the, the other one he had about gold digging whores, you know, it's just <laughs> these great men, the <laughs> these great <laughs> men like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who've been brought down because of gold digging whores. It's just like <laughs> just well, saying I, it. Yeah. I'm like, obviously not doing it justice, but. He finds a way into this this very narrow road that he wanders that yeah. is just like, well, it, like I don't know man in that in that opening monologue he talked about uh cancel culture he talked about oppression he talked about gay pride and he talked about black history month like, he also talked about masks a, face masks and he talked yeah. about masks right so like that's a hell of a tightrope to like all those topics are very sensitive especially this year like yeah that's, it's a hell of a tightrope to walk on live television for the yes. for the first time most of the audience is seeing you. Yeah. And I feel, and I feel like a lot of people who like get upset and are just offended just ha- don't have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen I've seen yeah, more harsh right. shit on accident than actually on purpose. Yeah. 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 Twitter's a dangerous place, man. Yeah. It's a dangerous place to be. Like I I find myself it's like this, uh, I imagine it's like in the movie Pinocchio, right? They're like, come on over to Pleasure Island, have a good time. Nothing bad can happen. And then you just wander in and it's like, oh my God, we're turning into donkeys. Like, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's absurd. I'm like, what's this thing that's trending? And then before you know it, I'm like, I watched someone talk shit the other day to Chef Mike. Uh, and I'm like, why is this person talking shit? And then I fell down this rabbit hole and I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, all right, who's telling the truth? What's right. the truth of it? I'm like, this yeah. has nothing to do with me. Why, right. why have the, I done this? At the end of the day, this does not help me sleep or help me like do my job. I need to let this go. I had you know, to. Cause then you uh, find yourself like in a fucking YouTube conspiracy hole. And it's like 13 reasons why Nixon is real <laughs> reincarnated into Obama. Like, yeah. Wow. Nixon is Tell me that's an actual video you saw. I will not confirm or deny its existence. <laughs> I do not want to drive. Because the fans are watching, there. and it's voting season, so I don't want. I don't want to go missing before my vote counts. Uh, the other, the other thing that I love about Burr is uh, the way he turns a phrase like it's so Bostonian, like where he talks about when he was talking about the white women. 
uh, like getting on a uh, getting on the oppression train or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden they just swing that Gucci footed boot or <laughs> Gucci booted foot right over the fence and pop themselves right at the front of a line. <laughs> that was such a I've good. Been so oppressed, I've been now. You sat. <laughs> he goes. You sat. Uh, you sat right by all us toxic white males when we were doing all the shit that this and this and this and like again. The audience was like, "Ugh, should we laugh?" But it's like, it's true. Yeah. Well, it yeah, seems and, like there was like, like a visceral reaction from the crowd because yeah. he pointed to him. He goes, "Yeah, yeah." He, he pointed, he pointed yeah. to one person in particular. He's like, yeah. "Yeah." So sit down and take your talking to with me. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that's the button. It's like I said all these things to say it's our turn to listen. Yes. It's our turn to listen, and people don't want to listen. Yeah. I saw some people saying, because he's like, he referred to all the white women as bitches, too. He's like, look, I, mean, I love my bitches, but. <laughs> and and the thing is, they know who they are. They're probably drinking a pumpkin spice decaf right now. <laughs> is your name Karen? Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love how. People like some white people have considered that to be like the white people's N word is Karen. I'm like, all right, guys. I, when I first right. saw that, I was like, there's this has to be an onion thing or something. But it is no. legitimate. I could not believe when I started seeing that coming coming up on Twitter. Could I? I literally couldn't. But I'll. I will. It's easy for me to believe a lot, especially this year. When that came up, I'm like, this can't be real. We cannot be outraged by this. Oh, <laughs> nope, we are. All right. It's true. Yeah. Like, and honestly, like for people who, <laughs> if the for shoe people fits. Who don't understand like the ridiculousness of it. Watch yeah. uh, Google John Mulaney midget and like it will all make sense. Well, I think okay. Slotty in the chat just said Mulaney said it best. So I think you guys are uh, on the yeah. same page here. If there's two words and you won't say one of them, that's the worst word. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's very true. I think yep. going along the lines of that stuff too, like Pat uh, Pat Oswald also had a really great bit a couple of years ago where he talked about it's not about saying the correct language, it's about the intent behind it. And he gives two examples. One person says all the right words, all the right buzzwords and things like that. But he's like, that person is also creepy. They're infiltrating. They're not trying to be genuine and then he does another guy's like hey look uh if you're a couple uh gay dudes you want to make out then uh, you know he's like doing that real thing he's saying all the wrong words but the guy has a lot of heart he's like i don't care you do whatever you want with each other that's cool with me it's just like it really comes down to it's not just saying the, the proper words it's saying it's it's what what's behind them that matters in terms of like it's meaning yeah it's and that's and that's and i think that's what gets lost in a lot of this stuff is intent like Bill Burr's intent, in my opinion, is not to enrage people. It's to tell a joke. You know, like his his whole thing here is like maybe there's there's probably a perspective in there and stuff like that. But his intent is to make you laugh like that's that's at the core of it. He's not up there like saying, all right, listen here, you bitches. Like he's just he's he's telling his jokes. And that's what I think gets lost so many times is. As a lot of these guys have said, if you were to read a transcript of their act, you would be horrified because right. there's no tone. Yes. There's no body language. There's right. no timing. Yes. There's nothing. So you it's have like when that senator read the lyrics to WAP. <laughs> right? No feeling, no tone, 
no emotion behind it, you know. And especially no W. Right. <laughs> we all know that Senator ain't never seen no wet-ass pussy, so. No. <laughs> or how someone cut up the Ben Shapiro reading it to the actual song, and that was the best. Like, that, for me, was phenomenal. Like, just, ugh. ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's think, like, I think I stopped when uh, I heard Gilbert Gottfried read it, and I was like, I, I got to tap out. Justin, what I would that sound go. like? What do you think? What do you think that would Here's sound like? I, I want to tell you what that would sound like, but my neighbors next door behind this wall right here for those watching on Twitch. The podcast can't see this, but those watching on Twitch, I'm sitting next to an adjoining wall, and that's their bedroom. I'd rather not right now. Hey, man, maybe that's what they need tonight. All right, you ever think about that? <laughs> The guy's just like, I don't know why, but all of a sudden I'm really turned on right now. You know what? That's a good. Is that Gilbert Godfrey next door? I don't know. We live next door to Gilbert Godfrey. I I, I will say before you press play, just turn your head. (laughs) Just turn your volume down just a little bit as soon as it starts. As soon as it starts. But yeah. Um. The other thing that happened, which I thought was pretty awesome, was did you guys watch Weekend Update at all? I I saw the. uh, I saw some clips from it. Did you see the the bit where Kate McKinnon was doing the the doctor? Um, oh God, I can't remember the, her name now. Oh, uh, was, uh, uh, we noticed. We yes, Doctor. We noticed. We noticed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in the middle of it, she was taking Colin Jost's blood pressure and like with this squeaky blood pressure cuff, and she <laughs> and him just started losing their shit That's to the point where he guy. turns and he goes, "Kate, are you okay?" And she goes, "Obviously, I'm not." <laughs> And it just devolved into this uh, real conversation between them uh, talking about how hard this year has been and how she's like, sometimes I do this character to cope because it's nice to think of someone who knows something, you know, and and goes into all that. Um, To me, I, I feel like it was definitely written that they were going to break and go into this thing, but it still felt like a very real moment. And I, I appreciated that. That is the beauty of a Kate McKinnon, like hands down. Yeah. Like she gives each character that she's done has like a world of its own. Like you can see what, like the moment that character stepped off the plane, yep. and you can see the moment that that character gets back on the plane to go yeah. back to whatever universe they came from. That's and such a like good to, way of saying it. And to watch that break was just like. I feel so humanistic and just need it from everyone watching because right. we're all trying so hard to keep it together. And it's just like, we don't notice. We we're not, we're not there. <laughs> well, I, I, one of my favorite things is watching these I'll professional phrase again. We notice. <laughs> we notice. Um, just the, 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 to see these professional actors and comedians like break because you know, they're having fun. Like at yeah. the core of it, and the best part is when someone knows that they've got someone on the on the comedic ropes, and they oh, just yeah. drive it in. Like, uh, I mean, Will Ferrell was the king of that. It was the one I think he did when he was like a drill sergeant, and he had uh, it was like David Spade from, and he started sort of like poking him in the head with the brim of his like sergeant's right. hat, and <laughs> David Spade's trying to get out his words. He's like <laughs> just headbutting him basically, or. I just, Chris, I nothing Chris makes Farley me happier. Did it with David Spade, uh, yeah. when he, the very first Matt Foley sketch, uh, sketch when Christina Applegate was his sister, mm-hmm. and they were on the couch, and you could see like both Christina and David were trying to cover their mouths, and Chris was leaning in closer and closer to their faces, just <laughs> trying to get them. I, I just, it makes me so happy because 
it was the same thing at like IO or whatever when people were doing stuff. It's just they're you know they're having fun in those moments, yeah. and that just yeah. brings me ultimate joy when these absolute professionals are like, "Don't laugh, don't laugh," and then they break, and you're like, "Oh, it, oh, it's just it makes I don't know." I just the crowd gets into it even more so too because they're like, "Oh my god, they've lost right. control too." It's the best. Yeah. Like it just warms my that heart. That was the joy of Bill Hader and John Mulaney when they did the, the Fong character. Oh my god! Like, cause moment Hader went like this, you're like, oh, he's done. You're yeah, like, he's done. Yeah, yeah. I just watched the supercut of uh, of this all Stefan's breaks, and oh. there was all of them are great, but there were two specific ones where Hader like legitimately lost his shit, and one of them uh, was. <laughs> When he goes, uh, he goes, um, uh, this, this is going to be there. This is going to be there. And then uh, Jewish Dracula and he's <laughs> like, well, what's Jewish Dracula? He goes, well, have you heard of Blackula? Yeah. He goes, yeah, this is Sidney Applebaum. <laughs> Such a, like a hard right turn misdirection. And you know, Mulaney was just like slapping his leg off. Just like, I got him on that one. And the other one, when he was, was every time Mulaney kept having him reference MTV's Dan Cortez. (laughs) (laughs) He just kept, because why? Why would you reference that? But like, Mulaney just knew that I'm going to pull this random MTV reference out in Haters No Love. Because you also see him be like, he he also breaks character. He's like, Dan Cortez? Like, he just. He literally like doesn't know why it's there, and he's like, <laughs> "Well, and he's because he's reading a lot of this for the first time because exactly. yeah. Mulaney would always change it on him right before he went out, yeah. and so you can imagine Wally flipping the cards yeah. and Hater reading ahead and going, like, I have to say this again." <laughs> those those two were fucking amazing together. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. Oh, yeah, those are God. some special, uh, special things. You know what else is special? Uh, so we call the transition jingle. Liberty, lip, Segway, Segway, Segway. Uh, Facebook did something very, like, timely and ahead of the game. They have started to ban Holocaust deniers on their website. I think that's pretty uh, forward thinking. That's brave of them. It's very brave, very brave of them brave to be like, you know what? No one else is doing this. Think yeah. it's time. I think we should be the first to say the Holocaust is real. <laughs> it I, took I him feel what, like 90 years. It only took him like 70, 80, 90 years. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a long time. I don't do math. All right. I feel like they waited till our grandparents figured out how to use Facebook so they can teach them how to like click it. <laughs> no, that's just like. It became such an old person's device that their key demographic was like, no, it's real. I I was there. I can I used to imagine someone like someone's getting an alert going, I guess Herbert didn't die. He left me for surrender. <laughs> oh my god, that's something you need to write right there. Old people. <laughs> That's amazing. No, but I, I think I think it's, it's a lovely like first step. <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? I'll tell you what's complicated: the cocktail of pills I have to take every day. <laughs> I think I think funny. like it's a it's about time that Facebook took a stance on anything that's not money driven, <laughs> right? 
Yeah, they've become such like, a cesspool of garbage, man. Like it is, oh. it is a site that I'm, I, I'm barely on it. Like I, I'm on it out of because of this podcast. That's really the only reason why I'm still on it. And it's, it's so minimum these days. Like it's, I, I it's makes me feel good not to be on it. But I, it's just become such, you know, if you think about its origins, it was an elitist social network for people in the Ivy League. Mm-hmm. And now look at it. It's a meme-generating bot machine uh, for old people. Yeah. <laughs> How far yeah, we've it. come. That sends you a sparkly rose good morning, and you're like, who are you? Yeah. it's Is that what they do now? I haven't had a Facebook account in a, like a year. Oh a, man, year and a half, yeah, you get like now? fills in the comments, and then you get some like this one's just like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> for those on the listening on the podcast, uh, we we got a nice close up of Maddie's face, <laughs> also known as a grandpa selfie." So. <laughs> well, I think it's I pretty. Love, I do love when I talk to my my grandma. Just got a. Uh, my aunt just bought her an iPad so she could FaceTime with everyone because in yeah. the the place that she's at, she only has she, they're quarantined because it's a it's a community of all elderly people. So every time I call her, though, to be like, hey, I'll just say hi to grandma real quick. I've only ever seen from her eyes and above. I've never seen her full face. <laughs> and I go, Grandma, you got to tilt it down. And so what she'll do, she'll keep it at the same angle, but slide it closer. And I'm like, that's not tilting it down. Like now, I can see he's, under your he's nose. The cutest, but yeah, I'm like, dude, this is this is great. I don't understand how old people don't get this. Or you, or you get a lovely shot of someone's ear, and it's just like, yes, it's like, no, I need to see your face. I can't see your face. Move your hand. What? <laughs> what? No, we're not oh, on the no. phone. But you're on my phone, right? No, we're on the phone. We're on the phone, but not we're not on the phone. Yeah. You realize that's gonna be us at some point, someday, guys, right? Someday that's well, going to be us with the new technology. Unless Google Glass makes a comeback. <laughs> that's what I that's what I dread. <laughs> I dread that more than death is just being like, I don't understand how technology works. I feel stupid. The world is scary. <laughs> that's at how I some, feel on Instagram. At some point, Doug will utter those words. The yeah. world is scary and yeah, new. Yeah, I mean, I don't get an Instagram. I fucking hate it. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm never on it because I'm like, I don't uh, post I pictures and I'm so bad. I'm so bad at it. It's so, I'm I like, don't what do you mean yet. I can't post links? This is horse shit. Like, just it's <laughs> the worst. I mean, at least not to you verified. <laughs> that means you got some work to do. Yeah, I don't want to put in get that work. <laughs> I don't need that I, in my I, life. I deleted my Snapchat. I was like, I'm not. I'm only using Snapchat to watch ESPN. Like that's the only thing I was doing. So let me just watch actual ESPN. I was like, yeah, yeah. Cut out the middleman. Cut yeah. out these ads. I was just using Snapchat to watch porn, and I was like, wait, there's Pornhub. You know, like there's poop.com. This brought to you by Pornhub. <laughs> Get some. I mean, Pornhub. Also, Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> There's some good shit on Twitter too, if you look right enough at the right. Oh, right dude, <laughs> dude, I gotta hand it to the Twitter folks that are out there that are like OnlyFans champions. Like when I'm just like looking through stuff and someone has like a pretty like pretty pretty raucous like tweet. I'm like, what is this? I click on it. It's like their profile. It's like OnlyFans. I'm like, you know what? Good for you because <laughs> you know I yeah, it's it's weird. It warms my heart. I'm like, I'm glad that 
this is slowly becoming destigmatized where it's like, yeah, you could earn a living being on OnlyFans. It's like Twitch, but for sex, you know? Like Thanks, pandemic. Well, not, yeah. not necessarily. Some of it is just like boudoir and or just like yeah. this is just take a look at my life. So essentially it's just like Twitch at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Twitch, uh, like um, Patreon. Like it's just another version of that. Yeah. 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 It's anything that's like not uh, Facebook Live. It's like cool. Do that. Yes. Anything <laughs> but Facebook like Live. Restrictions. Um, because I I think on TikTok I've I've uh I've I've scrolled enough to like see some people who are like in the OnlyFans field, and there's uh people are highlighting the pros but not necessarily like acknowledging the cons <laughs> that like people also have to like live with in terms of like people will stalk you they will find your address because if it's on the internet they can find it yeah. yeah. And like they can like trace photos, and I'm not gonna get all dark web nerdy and shit. <laughs> but like, yeah, like that that shit is a possibility. So as long as you know like the pros and the cons, and just be smart about it, you'll be good. Yeah. And some people just like, yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and read a book and make six hundred bucks from like people who just want to see me reading a book. Which I feel I like out. I feel like that's. <laughs> I was like, now we're talking, but I was like, I feel like you don't understand what OnlyFans is. Uh, Maddie, <laughs> if you think it's just a place where people read a book, I don't think that's I, what that no, is. Now, I didn't say what they were wearing while reading the book. That's true. <laughs> There's something for everyone, you know, like as far as yeah. how that stuff goes. My favorite thing are the people that are like, all right, listen, only fans. Look, I don't come here just to see like some side boob or some booty shorts. I want to see the real deal because I can see that shit anywhere. Like I could think about what I could see on Pornhub and you better be able to match that or I'm not paying. I'm not paying a $13 a month for your OnlyFans. Figure it out. Make your priorities straight. You know, just. But see, that's the catch. If you're only charging 13, you're lowballing. So like all you got to do is just be like, yo, $60 a month started off proper. You're like, psych, you're seeing nothing but like what you wouldn't see at the beach. You just made 60 bucks. Yeah, but then there's no repeat customers. People cancel that shit, Maddie. It's a long term game, you know. Just, just make a new account. Just, keep, just keep it. Just keep it going. See, Add some filters. This guy, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. <laughs> Wait a second, Maddie. How have you been making money in the pandemic? Did we? Oh. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna show us exactly how he's been making it. He tilted the camera down, just like Justin taught him. <laughs> and you just got a preview of this Friday's episode. <laughs> it's Maddie opens an OnlyFans account, or just like struggles to find out how to do it. Where is the enter key? <laughs> like that? Oh wow, cool! A sports fans f- site called OnlyFans. I can't wait to join. Like just yeah, some oblivious person. Oh boy! <laughs> oh no! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Do you think you guys would ever have your own like OnlyFans account? I mean, obviously the answer is probably no, but I'm just like I'm trying to give a situation where I would feel comfortable doing that. I don't think I ever would. I mean, I think I think like I'm more like a Twitch oriented person. Like, I barely, <laughs> I, I barely go on like Instagram Live or like to do anything. So I think like if I make an OnlyFans, it'd be like, hey. You might see me fold some laundry, which actually might be pretty cool. Just like doing chores around the house, because some people love seeing someone do chores around the house. And yeah, you're, you're playing the long tail theory, right? Like there's so, there's there's definitely a niche out there that I can hit. You know, yes. I don't know if y'all know this, but Maddie's laundry game is on point. Yeah, right. Like he knows how to fold a fitted sheet. 
So yeah. that's why you pay for his. Sheet. That's why you pay for his OnlyFans account. Learn how to fold the fitted sheet. You gotta pay to learn. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> Wait till I turn uh, this pillowcase into an origami swan. Like, oh shit! <laughs> you don't even know what you don't know that he can do. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's amazing. His OnlyFans is just called "Getting Into Bed with Maddie," and it's just uh, all about how to how to fold linens. Oh man, that and then like I'll tuck you in, but you're the camera, and I'll just tuck you in. That's one hundred percent, and that's got to be Elaine, that's without a doubt. Elaine. Yes, Maddie tucks yeah. you in. Right. <laughs> you just like you just baby them. Hey, how oh, was your day? One hundred percent. There's. Yep. It's oh, yep. wonderful. Yes. And then. Such- and then it's it's literally like seven hours of just a, a dark room because they're sleeping. <laughs> I was like, it's wait, like, because they're chained like, in a basement? It's like, <laughs> it's an hour and a half of him like greeting you and putting you to bed, and then the lights go out, and it's seven hours of nothing, and that's what people pay for. And then you wake and him up, you, like, oh hey, good morning. Yes. <laughs> you might hear a door creak. You might hear like an owl. <laughs> Guys, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very into this. <laughs> Can we make this account? Because I want this account. I'm telling you, man, it's absurd enough. And also, there's probably, it would tickle some folks' fancy of just getting tucked uh-huh. in, you know? Getting tucked did in. Did you hear about, did you hear about that guy that made a Pornhub account that was just like, just complimenting people? Interesting. Like, oh. like it was just, he got like, I think he got like thousands and millions of views where he's just like, I'm just going to give you compliments. Like, you look great in that dress. This, this, and this. I, You look fantastic today. Let's see you later. It's like what? But again, I, I was gonna say I bet people actually d- dug that. Oh, I know yeah. they did. I gotta say, man, I've seen some comments on some porn videos that have straight up just made me la- like laugh my ass off. One of them, I can't remember their names, but they were they were like sexual plays on Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi, and there was a what? guy that like posted on there as like Anakin was like ah oh, this one's not good I need to see more boobs or whatever and the guy was Obi-Wan was like Anakin you were the chosen one how could you like it's just like <laughs> and then another one was there was like I don't know someone's getting a blowjob or something and there was something playing in the background and someone goes hey is that Kung Fu Panda 3 that's going on in the background and someone else in all caps go it is Kung Fu Panda 3 like just <laughs> I also oh, love. I also love the fact that we are learning that Doug reads the comments when he masturbates. I mean, I kind of want to know what other people think. You know, yeah, you gotta know if like it's an investment. You gotta know if like you're gonna have to like scrub through it, or if you can just keep searching. What's face. funny is to hear the things that make people so mad. There was a guy that was like, "I'm so tired of these weak ass loads that are coming out of these dudes. I deserve a big load." I'm like, "Okay, man. Like, just sorry. Like, I, I a- saw a comment once that said, uh, "Oh, she's totally faking it." It's like, do you know where you are? Hey, look, man. There's a bajillion videos out there. Find one that's more realistic for you, okay? Like, it makes me so sad that there are people out there that that is their reality. Well, it's because that's the thing is like I've always used looked at things like like Pornhub as like this is a place you go in secret. You don't promote whatever's going on, but people are like creating logins. They're putting profile pics on, and people. There's a community there. You know, there's a whole algorithm that's like, hey, you've you've watched this. Perhaps you'd like this. It's like, yeah. I don't need you to suggest 
my sexual preferences for porn. Thank you very much. Although here's, this one the, did catch my eye. Although, well done, algorithm. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, where is the uh, the coming Dalek? Um, that's what we decided the Dalek sounds like when they come. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm very certain. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure that that's a video out there. <laughs> It doesn't surprise me. You're not wrong. <clears throat> but with the with you saying that, it makes me realize now that if you are if you are wanting to create anything and you're like, well, I don't know if anyone would enjoy this, there is literally a community for everything out there. So a hundred percent yes, create that thing, put it out there. Because if Pornhub can can build a literal community where they actually have Reddit like comments where it's funny and insightful and people are supporting each other uh guys get out there and start creating i just want to be clear i want to be clear you're calling out the outliers in this community um those are not the norm the the norm (laughs) isn't like you've been talking about the norm norm isn't like hey guys i'm so glad we could all come here today to blow our loads into some socks and I'm so uh, come here today to come here today. Exactly. Hey, hope you all were able to like really let let those juices flow. Have a great day. Most of it's like, what's her name? Where is she? No, that's not the voice. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It's 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 uh it's. What's her name? Where is she? Oh no! Never go full Batman. Never go full Batman. <laughs> yeah. Rachel. <laughs> Oh my god. Um I will say the the thing that I'm going to be masturbating to next is these Justin Bieber Crocs. Yeah. Dude, have you seen oh, these? Man. Transition. I, owner. I feel like they're just regular Crocs with just like pins you just put in the holes. If you yes, 100% yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, Doug will post a link or or Slotty will post a link in the uh in the chat here. Um those listening to the podcast just Google Justin Bieber Crocs and you are welcome. Um, old boy is coming out with his own pair of Crocs. Um, They're so see, yellow. He's got a clothing brand called Drew House. Why? I don't know. But they are literally just yellow Crocs with plugs. That is it. That's it. And like, and like Maddie said, they're so yellow. So yeah. yellow. It's they're like, like fucking really yellow. Get those Crocs or get regular ass Crocs. Go to a Dollar Tree, get some stickers, and you can have new fucking Crocs every day if you wanted to. Yeah, I, you know, I just, I, I think this is coming from the designer. Um, the pop singer teased the drop on October 6th when he first stepped out in the rubber clogs that are bright yellow. The signature color of Bieber's fashion brand, Drew House. And I guess this is from Bieber, a quote. As an artist, it's important that my creations stay true to myself and my style. I wear Crocs all the time, so designing my own pair came naturally. With these Crocs, I just focused on making making something cool that I want to wear. I'm like, now, I'm right. not a connoisseur of Crocs, um, but I will say this. What did he design on these Crocs outside of the specific hex color yellow that he used? I mean... Because they look like every other fucking pair of Crocs I've ever seen. Yeah. Sticker placement? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, maybe the specific uh, accoutrement that come with it. I mean, I see a sun, a lollipop, a, 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 a sunflower, it's a and daisy. some other stuff. Doug, you're just naming Monopoly pieces. Right, you're know. right, you're right. My bad, you're my bad. And I oh, would I'm say- I'm on the wrong link. At a, oh, wait, what? And I would say at a distance, at a distance, I would say those are Pokemon. Like, those yes. would be my guess. Pokemon Crocs. Like, I wouldn't think, oh, there's Bieber stuff because it's yellow. Right. Like, that's not what I would think. Because, see, I've, I've never worn Crocs. I, I, I think they are an unappealing looking shoe. Mm. And, um, I've saw, I thought you couldn't get wilder than these platform Crocs that I've seen. Oh, geez. And I, and I thought like, oh, you can't get worse than this. And it's just like, oh, you're just using a regular pair of Crocs, adding some arts and crafts and saying, yo, 60 bucks, fam. You right. Got it. Well, the, the, I love the author of this article we're looking at goes, uh, I personally own them and I'm a huge fan. They're incredibly comfortable and supportive, not to mention versatile. You can wear them for anything from running errands to hiking yeah. to just lounging around the house. And like I said yesterday, if you take these hiking, you are guaranteed to break your ankle. There's nothing supportive about these. Nothing. Period. No. Because who else had a pair of Crocs? I think it was like uh, Bad Bunny, I think. Yeah. Uh, had like a pair of like white Crocs. That was like the same exact thing. And this is just a yellow version of that. You yeah. know who else had Crocs was the BTK. That guy loved Crocs. So BTK. The BTK killer, you know? Oh, oh. Serial oh. killer? I nope. thought I thought you were talking about Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid <laughs> seems like a guy that would also go with Crocs, you know? I thought you mispronounced the letters and it was actually KFC. Ah. Because they also had they that. Brought out, they brought out their Crocs this year too, which if yes. I'm being honest, I'd rather wear those than these. I mean, at least those Crocs look like they smell good. So I'll say that. Well, for the record, the KFC Crocs were scented uh, to yes. smell like fried chicken. So they looked like I, a nightmare on it. But I'll say oh, this yeah. much, at least about the KFC Crocs, that I could tell that they were KFC affiliated. That's for they sure. Were original. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And they uh, had a little chicken things that you could put on it. So like it looked like you were walking in a bucket of chicken from KFC. And apparently it smelled like it, too. Unfortunately, because, again, like I think we talked about when we talked about this, because the thing you want is sweaty feet and fried chicken. That's what you want to smell when you get home from mowing your lawn. (laughs) When you you mow your lawn and your crops? Yeah, That's incredibly dangerous. You're going to lose a toe. Doug, not only are they supportive and versatile, but they also are steel reinforced, so you're not going to cut anything off. Steel reinforced? Well, mine. It sounds I'm like designing, I'm designing mine gap Crocs, and they're going to be steel and reinforced. It sounds like you're describing T1000s. These, there you these go. These are like terrible shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've got these are the Crocs that you wear on the construction site, so that when a lady comes by and says, "Hey, well, can you help me lift up this car?" You have the support <laughs> and the protection that you need to move the car to make this lady like you. We brought it full circle, guys. We did it. We brought it full circle. Oh Callbacks. <laughs> I do have bad news for you though. These Crocs are sold out. So Aww. sorry about that. Yeah. Um, um. Oh well. I mean, good news, guys. You could probably just order something extremely similar to this from the Croc store because I'm sure, as Slotty said, uh, how do you basically like? What do you say? How do you make yellow your signature color? Like. <laughs> 
it's a primary <laughs> color, man. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna go to to the Crocs website, and I'm just gonna click on. Wait a this minute. First, this first classic clog. Hold and, on. Uh, Wolf's Lore says KFC does weird shit. To be fair, KFC even has a dating sim on Steam. I'm sorry. What? Hold on. Oh, I've heard of that. What? I think that's the one where you can uh, date the colonel. You're trying to date the colonel. A sexy version of the colonel, if I'm not mistaken. KFC. Dating. Sim. Where is this? Oh, no. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger-licking good dating simulator? It's free to play. Put that on the hub. There you go. Uh, I think I know what we're guys. We're canceling Jackbox games. Uh, I think next Saturday it's gonna be uh, something a little bit different. German says Doug needs to play this game. Have all my points. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wow. By the way, the Colonel looks real good in this. Looks real oh, good. Good job. I'm sure it's like apron, no shirt. Uh, he's no, I mean, he just looks real slim. He looks like he's young and not a million years old. Is this his OnlyFans? Uh, it's, it's, it shows a picture of him like holding up his glasses. This is the most delicious dating simulator ever created. Man, KFC oh, is weird as shit, dude. <laughs> no, next week on a very special Mind Gap <laughs> podcast game night. <laughs> I love some of the comments. For the record, someone has 63 hours of this on record. And they said, who oh, needs God. porn when you have this? Jesus. Everyone else, I guess. K- KFC trying to give Pornhub a run for their money. <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten. Too much talking, not enough hot kernel buns. <laughs> oh, God. They don't even have biscuits. Well, they got biscuits. <laughs> I was going to say, make sure you get his buttered biscuits. <laughs> Colonel San makes me horny. <laughs> This game is better than porn. If you can't resist the urge to violently orgasm all over your screen while yelling, it. Okay, never mind. We're going to stop there. I didn't read all that beforehand. <laughs> Woo! That's Dan what you Cortez. call decision making in real time. That's what we call uh, self editing. I was like, okay. No. Yeah, this, this, this is. is- Go ahead, for, what? for the record, this has uh, very positive reviews. Um, over 8,400 of them are very positive. So, it's a lot. Good on You know I, what else is really positive? What's that? Welcome to the Throwdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time. time. Oh, that guitar riff made me miss Van, uh, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, R.I.P., bro. <laughs> we miss you, Eddie. <sighs> you, know what, you know what else is finger looking good? That voice, that voiceover, Mr. Tex. Yes. I'd love him. Okay, Maddie, <clears throat> today. Yo. We are featuring a throwdown between Homelander versus Green Lantern. <laughs> I can't see it, but Maddie's very a... excited. He's very excited for this. I need to have Ooh. like a papa because that was very anticlimactic. I want to... 
Oh, Doug, yes. Okay, hold on. Today's throwdown. Homelander versus Green Lantern! Ta-da! <laughs> Done. All right, we've got a new thing, guys. All right, this before, before we get started, because I'm already excited. Um, which Green Lantern? Hal Sparks. Okay, I can give it, I can give it Hal. Okay, tight. <laughs> I don't think his name's Hal Sparks. It's Hal something. No, it's Hal, Hal Jordan. Hal That's Jordan. the one. Hal Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not fucking Kyle, I'm I'm here for it. Fucking Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that motherfucker. Even worse than Kevin. By Kevin! the way, have you seen Kevin recently? Kevin, the intern, has not checked in on Twitch in a long time, and I'm very sad oh, about that. I oh, swear no. to God, I hope he's still alive because I have to yell at him. Yeah. Anyway, maybe he's home alone. <gasps> Who did we hire? <laughs> All right. So, oh, no. uh, so you are not a fan of whomever this Kyle is, but you like Hal Jorgensen. <laughs> well, Hal Jordan is like the first like American Green Lantern. Oh, the only one and- we need then. Yeah, because then you got like, uh, well, you got like a few other ones, but he's like the main, the chosen one who set the legacy. Blah, 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 blah. You said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in from Earth. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Well, thanks for clarifying. Oh, I got it. Uh, he pretends in charge of this quadrant. Um. Wait, there's uh, quadrants in space? Qua- qua- so many quadrants. <laughs> yeah, space quadrants. So <laughs> many. There's four. That's literally the definition. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, math. Uh, I, w- I, I would say. <laughs> Slotty says America is Earth. <laughs> exactly. See, Slotty gets it. That's exactly what I was talking about. Uh, all right, so you're so he's in charge of this, this one of many quadrants. There are many quadrants, but this one is ours. One of oh, one shit. of at least two hundred forty thousand quadrants. <laughs> one of so many. Yeah. Uh, uh but I, oh, so many things because I, as of right now, I haven't read the comics, so I only know what Amazon has told me about Homelander and the boys. That's fair. I think. Yeah. I think it's safe to let's say let's just go off of the TV show. I have read the comics, but okay. the TV show has been deviating significantly from that. So let's just go off of what the TV yeah. show says. Because as of and right we'll, now, we'll, hold on, hold on, real quick, we'll yeah, say this: yeah. there will be for those worried. We're not gonna. There's no spoilers, so we'll talk about. By this time, you should have seen season one, so you should know his general uh, powers. We won't get into story details of season two. We'll yeah. we'll keep it with powers. So with that being said, please continue, Manny. Yeah, so far as we know with Homelander, he doesn't have any publicly known weakness. So he's just he's just like super strength, speed, laser vision, and great ass hearing. So he also he's, he's, he's from, impervious to bullets, you know. Does he have but the super breath too? I don't think so. We haven't seen that. Okay. I don't think so. But I don't think I don't, I think like they're all kind of impervious to bullets. But like uh, unless you go like the translucent route, which I'll mm-hmm. keep it at that, just in yeah. case they haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say I might have to go with, I mean, Howard Jordan's going to probably be paralyzed, but I'm going to go with <laughs> Howard Jordan. Okay. So now, why? Why Howard Jordan? Yeah. Why? 
uh because uh with that ring all you need is like in uh darkest day and in brightest day and darkest night like no matter what as long as you have like the will to fight you can fucking like destroy save people and like be the chosen one with this ring right because homelander is also psychotic and his own worst enemy like if anything homelander would like try to fight green lantern out of ego Mm -hmm. and hurt him poorly but as long as there's like just the smallest flame of will how jordan can overcome because I know, like, I'm not terribly familiar with Green Lantern. I, I understand the basics, like, they have a ring that allows them to basically yeah. do whatever their imagination allows them to. And also, we don't see what Homelander does in space. So imagine if, like, Hal just, Ooh. like, grabs him with a big green fist and just throws him into space. How's That's true too. How's Homelander going to deal in, 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 in the lack, in this quadrant of the, uh, of the galaxy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I will say, based off, like, the DC movies... Dark Superman just like said fuck it and just like broke his hand and the ring all together and he was out for the count. Yeah. So I think it's, it's so I think true. if Homelander like did that, it's a wrap. So just keep keep moving. <laughs> but I'd also say Homelander is not a skilled warrior. He's just no. powerful, so he doesn't right. really know he doesn't actually fight anything. Everything he's fighting he can easily stomp. So he's basically a god that's been untested. So the one thing I will make a connection to the comics is in the comics, similar, you know, in the comics, the all of the superheroes are crafted by Vought. And they yeah. they write comics about them as if they've done these great things, but they, they haven't. So when they're actually in uh, battle situations, they shit their pants because they don't actually know what they're doing. And that's what I, th- I find fascinating because actually anyone that has something that can that can combat them they will lose because they're not battle tested they just have powers so i would say homelander like you said psychologically i think he'd be really easy to manipulate and that he's very egotistical he gets very angry i think al could easily manipulate him with that or at least get him on tilt to do what he wants and uh i'd say homelander's i think advantage is that he is deranged you know he is psychotic he's a little unpredictable um but he is he is very much fucked up mentally and his emotions and things like that so i think he'd be easy to coerce or anything like that he'd be he'd be very easy manip- easy to manipulate to doing what you want so you could have the tactical advantage do you yeah, think i that, agree do you think that because uh the effect effectiveness of the ring is tied to the wearer's willpower. So anything which weakens the Green Lantern's mind uh, may render his ring useless. Do you think Homelander could get in there and because he he manipulates he while he's not a skilled uh, uh, he's not skilled in battle necessarily he is like you said psychotic and it seems like he really knows how to pull at people's strings and and uh, kind of kind of work that realm. Do you think he could get inside the Green Lantern's head? Or is the Green Lantern so battle-hardened that he's like, I've had telekinetic people in my head, so fuck you. You're nothing nah, to me. I, like, Green Lantern's weakness is the color yellow, and that's what's their primary color. So if Homelander <laughs> is wearing Bieber's Crocs, like, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. The Homelander's too, he's got too much pride to wear those stupid fucking Crocs. Exactly. And so they're sold out. <laughs> Homelander has a, a custom red, white, and blue version of those Crocs. Uh. Um, i will say this too i I didn't realize this is that uh 
it's it says here um Hal Jordan has also shown the ability to have a construct emit kryptonite radiation under Batman's guidance. Mm. So like if uh if they're really like super skillful and they know how to change what's called the EM spectrum, uh they can have it do all sorts of crazy shit. So I feel like that right there if if he toys with with that EM spectrum spectrum enough, he could find something to really fuck Homelander up. But see, that's if he has time to know if Homelander's uh like gonna Fair. do some shit. Because think yeah. about Batman. Batman's fucking crazy, and yep. all he does is just make contingency plans. That's true and, too. And Homelander's person is just gonna like show up and say, "Oh, you don't have sugar? Well, fuck your house, bitch!" Like that's how <laughs> Homelander like shows up to these things. Yeah. So uh, I feel like how Jordan. <laughs> If like he loses that will, even for like a split second, it's it's a wrap. But once okay. again, Homelander, he's he's psychotic, but he's more like a bully. Yeah. If 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 anything, not necessarily just like a mind game person, because yeah. he hasn't shown that capacity yet. He's just like like Doug said, just brute strength and just like birth talent, I guess, or I guess artificial talent, where it's just you have to climb over this wall. Yeah, and I think also he sucks at the actual manipulation game. Uh, Homelander yeah. does like he's he at the core of it. He wants to be loved by people, and if he's not loved by people, that's like that's the only thing keeping him in check right now from just basically <laughs> destroying the world. Is he yeah. he he craves that adoration from people, and um, he tries to play games with Vought, but he's easily outwitted and outmaneuvered. Um, though his, his true strength is his, you know, flying and punching and laser eyes. That's really what he has at his disposal. And I think Green Lantern's seen that shit and then some. So I think yeah. that's, that's no big deal to him. And for, again, a guy that probably couldn't survive space, Hal could just put a big old green fist on him and throw him into the atmosphere. And I'd say that'd be it. You know, I honestly, I think the, uh, I think Jared won the, won the debate here. He goes, Hal distracts Homelander with some green boobies. Yep. <laughs> and and that's that. He's a boob guy. Like, he loves that breast milk. He's got to get it. So, he is a boob guy. Uh, Wolf's lore says that Homelander would be a dangerous Red Lantern. Yeah. So uh, Yeah, agreed. There's that. Very agreed. But with all that being said, I feel like we found our victor. Are we I saying? I think we have. Yes? Yes. Green yeah. Lantern for the You know what I mean? I feel you. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm DTF. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys, we did it. For... What? What? Nope. Okay, huh? go ahead. <laughs> we did it. We Yay! did it. <laughs> Maddie, this was so much fun, man. This was an absolute oh, blast. This is so good. A good time hanging out with y'all. Like, I fucking love this shit. Anytime y'all want me, I will show up. Now we're talking. You're always welcome oh, yeah. back here, of course. But before we go, I want to take the time to allow you to promote anything you've got going on. Uh, if you want people to follow you or if there's just anything you'd like to recommend people to read, watch, listen to, whatever, the floor is yours. Oh, tight. I'll keep it short and simple. Uh, follow me on Instagram at MattyDoor11. Uh, I'm rebuilding my Twitter, which is also at MattyDoor11. Uh, hit me up. I love talking and taking pictures of shit. Um... Right now, I'm really loving Lovecraft Country on HBO. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking amazing. Uh, I'm also re-watching Watchmen, which is great. And I'm a huge otaku. 
So um, anime season is about to catch up in full swing. So if you haven't been watching Attack on Titan, now's the time to catch up because <sighs> it's coming back out very soon and shit's real. Oh, very man. Real. I've only seen season one of Attack on Titan. Oh, and it was great. Man. And it was great. I just, it was one of those things where it was on Netflix. So that's where I watched it. But then yeah. the rights for all that stuff and who streams it and whatever. And I just never got back around to watching anything else. So, oh man, it's, it's fucking amazing. And the best thing about Attack on Titan is that it's like, oh yeah, there's Titans, this, that, whatever. There's one season where there's no Titans and it's just stressful. Oh man. It's just stressful as yeah. to like, because you're learning about the history of everything, where everyone is. I could talk about this shit forever. So if you just DM me <laughs> at Mayor11, we can just like converse about anime and Ugh. shit like that. And well, I want to get some recommendations was- from you because I'm always looking for... Because I need recommendations for anime. I just can't test the waters because if it's bad, it's bad. Good. I'd say bad... <laughs> no anime is better than bad anime is my is my stance okay okay uh let's see like other than those recommends i would say uh check out erased on netflix which is really good uh if you uh the promised neverland is fucking amazing is also on netflix these are just like short 12 episodes uh you get in you get out and you cry a little bit and you have a little anxiety at the end so like nice great for those uh a book that i'm reading it's uh i'm off to be the wizard which is uh i'm really enjoying if you haven't heard of it yet no i haven't heard um it's a it's about uh people committing so they find like this code in a computer and for those of you who can't see me i'm typing the air um (laughs) (laughs) they find a code where they can change the surroundings and uh, of their life so they can put more money in the bank account they can make themselves taller they can make all these changes and then they get caught by feds and so they time travel to medieval times where they think they're safe, only to find out that, uh, and poses a wizard, only to find out that more people have also done the same thing. This is such so, an anime thing, and I love it. Right? But, but it's an actual <laughs> book, and it's not. Oh. So uh, I'm re- I think I'm on book three right now. Wow. And it's one of my favorite quarantine reads right now. And I'm gearing up for Ready Player oh. Two, which comes out next month. I didn't know that so, was coming out with a sequel. Yeah, Ready Player Two, baby. Nice. I'm okay, here for it. dude, that was a whole slew of awesome stuff to check out. Like, Are I'm you excited. About book, Ready Player Two. Yeah, the book, okay. Ready Player Two. Yeah, Armada, but Ready Player Two, I'm excited for. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what do you got? Well, uh, real, real quick, Maddie, do you want to spell the Twitter and Instagram handle for people? Yes, it's uh, M A T T Y. D O R one one. Boom. There you go. Uh, I will recommend, uh, of course, the quarantine files, uh, episode two, Maddie's episode coming out this Friday, 10 16. Um, I just finished on Apple TV, Ted Lasso. Um, and I cannot, cannot recommend that, that show enough. It was so, so beautifully done. Cannot wait for season two. Um, it it is, it is right in the vein of a show that I would love to create and and produce and 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 it's just wonderful. So, check it out. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, the Pawnee Parks Department. Uh, check out Parks and Rec. You know, <laughs> I always gotta plug Parks and Rec. Doug, what do you got? Uh, I'll just say this: uh, if you haven't watched The Boys, it's time. Get your head out of your ass. 
and, and watch it. it. All the episodes are done. Go binge it. It's a phenomenal show, which what has... talking to someone specific here? It's <laughs> been one of those things where, you know, when it comes to adaptations, I always love people that can explore it and take it in different directions as long as it makes sense. And they've done that with this show because the comics are fucking bonkers. And they've actually found a way to ground this. And not only that, the first season had a lot of humor in it. It was pretty gross in a lot of ways, but in a good way. The second season has a lot of heart to it, in my opinion. There's a lot of really impactful pieces. And seeing some arcs with some of these characters are really, really impressive. And I'm very, like, I have no idea what's going to happen next, and I fucking love it. So... If you guys have not checked out The Boys, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's so good. It's it's really good. And I have to say, the second to last episode of the season is a little too real, the cold open. It's intense, um, but it's also, I feel like, that's what I love about things like Watchmen, about Lovecraft Country, about things like that, is it's poignant. And what really blows my mind is they started making these shows a while ago, and they're able to tap in to the pulse i think now more than ever which is like really raw these these things that people are dealing with and i think they've done a wonderful job that being said there's also a part you know uh, there's also a lot of gross jerking off and stuff that happens in the show so it's well-rounded is what i'm trying to tell you so something for everyone something for everyone so awesome oh one one last one uh i just started watching brockmeyer i definitely recommend it because it's so fucking good yes yes what's brockmeyer Go ahead. Uh, Hank, Az- uh, Hank Azaria is a sports announcer who had a huge meltdown and went away for a while and is coming back to a small minor league baseball team to hopefully uh, find some reconcilience in his life. Interesting. <laughs> massive, m- massive substance abuser. Oh, heavily. The, heavily. Did you ever hear him talk about how they came up with that character? No. They were when I I feel like it was when he was on the Simpsons in the writers room. They would always talk about that classic baseball announcer voice. You know, the counts zero and three. You know, someone steps up to the bat. No long fly drive. Like you can say anything in that voice as long as you follow it up with a baseball call. So like it's so they're just like I came home. I found my wife. uh, Found some guy six inches deep in my wife's ass last night. Ooh, that's another ball. Brings the count to three and two. And, and like they would just they would try to come up almost like their own aristocrats. They would try to come up with the worst thing and then just follow it up with a quick baseball call and it like crack yes, themselves and that, up. And that would and that's they like. So let's build a character around this. And that's how this came to be. And I think that is in the first episode. So Amazing. There's a part where he goes, I can smell my wife. She's she's in my skin. <laughs> Wow. Long frozen rope to center field. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Gang, don't forget to follow MindGap Podcast on all social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, Also, don't forget to like, smash that subscribe button and that like button. Bam! (laughs) On our YouTube channel. Uh, Just look for MindGap there. That's where we host all of our episodes as well as some highlights from the show and our Twitch streams. And also, don't forget to like and follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Don't forget to follow the MindGap Throwdown Twitter account. That's at MGP Throwdowns for deeper dives into our throwdowns. And also, don't forget that Justin exists digitally as well. That is very true. On Instagram and Twitter, it's uh, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. 
It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, all the different podcasting places that you find and listen to the cast of pods. You can subscribe to us, share us around, rate us, review us, all those things. The big one is sharing. Just copy the link, share it out to your uh, your followers and uh, let them know that we're we're worth a damn because we need the affirmations. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap is where you can find the rest of our library. And then also just keep an eye on all of 2east8th's stuff because we have fun things coming out like the quarantine files. Maddie's episode drops this Friday, 1016. Uh, we've got um, Sid Penrose coming out. We're going to be jumping in and trying to finish up in the next couple months, life and debt. So we've got some good stuff. Good stuff for everyone. Maddie, thank you so much for joining uh, us. Thank y'all. This is a joy and a treat. I love it. Oh, and we love you, and you're thank always you. welcome back. And Justin, <laughs> thank you. Douglas, big, big, big thanks to you. Twitch, thank you. And listeners, of course, thank you. And you all have yourselves a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.